This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. We're here on the block. Austin Norman joined by the Husker Hall of Famer, but we're tapping into the NBA, nine-year NBA vet part of his brain here, Eric Strickland. This is On the Block, brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Uh, We are still looking for one more commenter. We got three with the right answer. We need commenter number four on stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. The question is, how many Super Bowls have the Chiefs and the 49ers combined to win? You give us over or under. Strick's answer of seven. Next commenter with the right answer, 30 bucks to the Upside Barn Lounge is yours. While we wait for that, we turn our attention to the NBA. I'm going to bury the lead a little bit here, Strick, um, that LeBron James might be on the move. We'll get to that in a minute. But I saw this tweet uh, from Bobby Marks, who uh, used to be in in the front office, I think, for the Nets, said 75% of the tradable first-round picks in the NBA belong to 11 teams. Mm -hmm. Normally, you would have those picks, if it was 75%, be controlled by 22 or 23 teams. 11 teams control 75% of some of the most valuable assets at the trade deadline. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of crazy to think about. But then you start looking at who the teams are. Mm-hmm. And, and the majority of them are small market teams. They are. The majority, but not all. Right. You look at San Antonio, mm-hmm. probably not going to cash those chips in to make a move. Okay, so they're out. Mm-hmm. Portland, probably the same. They're kind of treading water. Are they? Is Portland like feeling, or are they going to give... Scoot one more one more year to show it. Oh, because I he think gets they two. Feel, he gets yeah. two or three. Yeah. Okay. I I know OKC's not moving. Go ahead. Okay, I was going to get to them. You think they're not moving? I don't they're think good. They're move. We'll get back to them. Toronto. I think they add more picks. They don't make a move. Houston, probably not. Memphis intrigues me. I really don't know what Memphis is going to do. Stricky. They started out the year horribly with the John Morant suspension. Mm. They are. Injured is all get out. Mm -hmm. They'd have, I think, three injured player exceptions just to play last night's game with an eight-man rotation. But if you're Memphis, you were the two seed last year. Do you utilize your first-round picks that you have in reserve, find some matching salary fillers, and make a play for a big-name player to try to make the playoffs this year? So here's the thing, though, right? When you look at their roster, their roster makeup, um... They moved Dylan Brooks for a specific reason. Um, Steven Adams, salary's not killing you. Solid. Uh, Desmond Bain's about to get paid. So that's going to that's gonna hurt you in some ways of mm-hmm. trying to go out there. Uh, Your boy, Des Bain. Des Bain. Brandon Clark, his salary doesn't hurt you. Boy, I wish I was playing in this generation because <laughs> he he's not anything special. And boy, that 12-5 looked lovely right now. <laughs> Um, Jaron Jackson's going to be a Stapleton for them. Great defensive player. You need that. Luke Kennard's a great shooter for them. Your boy. My boy. Um, Did you know he actually throws and writes right-handed, but he shoots left-handed? I'm the same. 
Nice. You're much better I'm, I'm, defender I'm than Luke Kennard, I throw <laughs> right-handed. I bat. I bat left, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I shoot left, and I right left. Nice. I kick right. I'm 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 one of those weird ones too. <laughs> um, let's see. And then you continue to look down. I mean, Derrick Rose, Marcus Smart. Now that may be a move that they teeter with. You know, mm-hmm. maybe we can move Marcus Smart, package that into something to bring something in. Um, but. Zaire Williams, they really don't have much. So that's the question. Are they going to be looking? What big name could come mm. to the forefront that can help them for what they really need but not hurt them too much to where they're going to lose a lot of assets, not necessarily get anything back on the return for it, and hurts them salary cap-wise because Desmond Bain's about to get paid. If Morant is going to be out for an extended period of time, or you don't know how long he's going to be out, do you make a play for Zach Levine? Ooh. Let me think. How long is Zach Levine's contract? Um, I think it's two another, years left. another couple. I another think. couple years left. I think that might be right. Um, I think Zach Levine is probably the player that they could use. I think that could be a good match. I think Zach Levine, the issue is defensively. He's got two years and a player option. Two years. I think if they play Zach Levine at the three, I think you could have something there. But my issue is, defensively, how is that going to pan out for him? Right. Levine's not a terrible defender. He just gets lost and gets unengaged sometimes. He hasn't really been on a team that's had much at stake, though. Do you think that he's one of those guys that could pick it up on the defensive end? Do you think he is who he is? Maybe if it's demanded of him. It's Mm. very possible that that could be the case. Um but the issue with that is going to be, are there too many cooks in the uh, in, in the kitchen? Right. Now it may work out while, you know, Jaws Jaws out, mm-hmm. right? But Jaws a very and Zach Levine has the propensity to get frustrated mm-hmm. with lacks of touches, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So Desmond Bain's going to get his touches because they're about to touch him up for some big paper. So. Zach Levine for two years, it could be worth it to, to, to be a test market, but you don't want to give up too many assets to grab it and it's not going to be any benefits and then he goes off into the great good night without you know anything. You might try to do a right. sign and trade with him to send him on, but I don't know if it's worth it. Uh, a couple other teams that stand out to me when we look at the, the first round picks. Brooklyn, I think, is just kind of treading water. They're not very good right now. I don't know what they do. The Knicks. They don't have a number one guy. They don't. Bridges had flashes last year. Yeah. I still don't think he's a one. No. no. Cam Thomas wants to be, but no. <laughs> you're not there yet, young yeah. fella. Um, the Knicks. Does anybody want to play in Brooklyn now? Not when the Knicks are this hot. Yeah, that's what's crazy, right? There was a time when you kind of wanted to kind of get over there, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Brooklyn right now is a, is a destination place like it maybe was a few years ago. I'm with you. Okay. If you're the Pelicans, do you leverage your draft assets to get another star to to play alongside Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, and Zion Williamson if he's available? Or oh or gosh. do you keep reloading the treasure chest and sell on Zion? Um, so my thing is how much does Zion really want to be there? Mm-hmm. Do you really feel that he's going to be somebody that's willing and able to take it to the next level. I think he's starting to get his body right. I think he's starting to look. There's still a hodgepodge there. Now, my issue is 
I think somebody could use Brandon Ingram because he's Who? he's a, see he's an alpha, but he's he can do some secondary. I think him is a like a nice secondary option on a on a team. Is he could like be dangerous? Eighty five percent of KD. Uh, older KD. Okay, not not young KD. Mm-hmm. I, I could see him maybe sixty five percent of a younger KD. Okay, but he can fit on a nice team because although he's an alpha mentality, he's one of those strong men type that you want, like a Stephen Adams, somebody mm. that will back up your guy, like a Ron Artest, like how he was with the Lakers. Yeah, you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he could be. I think he could be like that for somebody. I don't know who. I Golden would love State? to pick. I would love. To, I would love to pit him with Wimby. I would love to put him down. Okay. I think. I think if he got down to San Antonio, Brandon Ingram and him, yeah, and then find you a nice little point guard. Okay, so Trey Jones is the point guard. My boy, Trey mm-hmm. Jones, who I love very dearly. You like. You like. You. So you. you you're good with Trey. Okay, lock and stock. Okay. He's he's a Duke guy, so that's why I'm good with okay. him. Um, but I did also hear some rumblings. Nothing confirmed or substantiated. Trey Young. To San Antonio. Perfect law partner for Wemby. Stretches the floor for him, but might want the ball too much. Oh, that's the part. That's the part. I don't know if he has enough humility to say Mm. Wemby's him. DeJounte back to San Antonio to pair with Wemby? I I, I could see that. I could see that. I think DeJounte, I don't think DeJounte didn't want to be there. I just didn't know they, they didn't want to have to pay him. Sure. I think that's kind of what their hesitation was. I don't think they did not like DeJounte. I think DeJounte's mm-hmm. defensive abilities, I think his abilities also on the offensive side of things, I think he could be a good pair. Mm-hmm. The last team that I think bears mentioning here in terms of the, the 11 teams that have 75% of the tradable first-round picks at this deadline, Orlando. Ooh, they dangerous. were at the top of the East for a while. They fell back um, into the pack. Quite a bit. I mean, right now they're sitting in Seven? the eight seed. Eight seed yeah. Um they're they're tied with the Heat at twenty four and in twenty three. They're two games up on the Bulls uh for the ninth spot. The Magic feel like they're a year away, but do you make that move now to get the piece in, kind of yeah. work out the rest of the season and then take the leap next year? Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Um, I think I think you save it to the offseason. Okay. See where you fall. Uh, let another contract extend you know, kind of year expire. Mm-hmm. And I think you got to get rid of some of them guards. If you're going to trade, trade, get rid of some of them guards, maybe get you a three and D type of guy. 
like a, a wing, pa- a Pascal, a, like a Pascal Siakam type. Ooh, yeah, not him necessarily because he's probably happy where he is, but a type like him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the Magic's guards right now: Cole Anthony, one of them, been in the league for a few years now. Anthony Black, rookie from Arkansas. Markel Fultz has had a bit of a resurgence. Gary Harris. I don't really know what he gives you necessarily. Caleb Houston, not that great. Jet Howard is a rookie, so I guess you keep him around. Joe Ingles, haven't heard his name in a long time. Too many. Trev Queen and Jalen Suggs, I think, is figuring it out. Their issue was, I couldn't understand when they were in draft day, and I'm looking at them continually drafting guards, and I'm like, what in the heck are you guys doing? You know what I mean? They're continually continually adding guards, and I'm like, that doesn't, you can see, Early on, it can work, but then guys start going to pound. <laughs> Pause. Pause. <laughs> they start going to pound town on you. <laughs> Pause. We're just going to take a coffee. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> no, but but they, they do, man. They start hitting the boards on you, bro. And, mm-hmm. and it's like. You know, you can't you can't handle like defensively for a while. You can scramble, scrape. You know your fast break work early on, but boy, on the grind of a season, it's just a matter of time when they're going to start wearing you out, wearing you down, and you don't want to. I mean, you, you remember? I think you remember back in the day when Rick Pitino tried to bring that college stuff into the NBA. Yeah, that didn't go that so does well. Does not for work. It. it doesn't work. Too many games. Too much. It doesn't work. You can spring it on somebody periodically, but you can't consistently do that. Man, pros eat that stuff up. They're, they're, <laughs> they're chomping at the bit. They're sitting there eating fruity pebbles, excited about you. Oh, we play brawl. Oh, about, I'm about to go nuts. You know what I mean? That's yeah. how guys are. Guys are trying to trying to guard like Kenny Anderson with the uh, guys like that. Man, please. So anyway. That's kind of what I thought they were trying to do in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I, I love what they – but you got to get rid of some of them guards. Package a couple of them guards, maybe a draft pick, bring something in. I don't know who that, that could be for them. That is going to depend. But I also think they could play it out, you know, waste another year or so, let a contract get closer to, to where a team would feel okay with taking it in mm-hmm. and being able to get some of that cap, that, that cap space back if they get a draft pick with it. If they get, but who's out there? That's the that's the thing you gotta look at. Who's out there right now that is mid tier, top tier that can pair with Ben Caro, but not try to overshadow him. Even like a, a Franz Wagner has been he's solid, really solid. solid. I think they need. They like got a, two of them. They got two Wagners out there. Get rid of one of them. You, you don't need Mo. You don't need both. You, you don't need Mo. He's like he's like a Tutacompo's. Uh, <laughs> It's the Nassus. No kidding. He's like the Nassus. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the Nassus? He's like Robin Lopez on the Bucks, too. Right. Like, what is Robin doing? That part. That part. Both uh, of them. It's crazy. Same team. Right? So, nepotism. <laughs> nepotism like a mug. No, but real talk. Is Giannis Have Kirk you seen? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Giannis, I love you, but you're turning into Kirk Ferentz. Don't do it. Oh, that's hilarious! No, but I, when I watched his YouTube uh, bloopers, it was the funniest thing. It it gave me a laugh. If you have a chance, just go look up the Nassus's YouTube bloopers <laughs> and get a laugh for the day. Tuesday, since I won today, get a laugh for the day. 
because it is funny. It is hilarious. It makes guys like me think I could play in the NBA. Right. Right. It makes me believe that I have a shot if that guy's doing right. that. Right. Uh, it's mm-hmm. crazy. But anyway. I am touching I 80, digress. Um, You're touching 80. I'm touching 80, though. <laughs> I That's see how you slipped that in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just going to throw this out there. We can start talking about it. We'll go to break and then probably come back and talk about it. Uh, I was reading this, this article on The Ringer, and one of the last paragraphs about the Lakers said this. If a breakup is inevitable... I can't help but wonder whether the best time for both LeBron and the Lakers to make a change is now ahead of the trade deadline. Uh, James could join a contender and Los Angeles could get something in return. Brian Windhorst has said he thinks LeBron is opting out of his Lakers contract after the offseason. If you're the Lakers, is it worth it to trade LeBron or do you go all in around him on this season and rebuild next year? Where, Where are you going that you haven't been the last two? To me, if you if they put a freaking banner in the rafters for that freaking in-season tournament, in-season tournament <laughs> I'm going to laugh the Lakers straight off, you know. Like, you're the Lakers. Come on, bro. You're the Lakers. Kobe said it. Look, we don't put up, you know, nothing but championship banners, baby. That's what we about. Mm-hmm. So here's my thing. LeBron right now, full strength, where does that team sit? They're like 500. They're a 500 team right now. And they're like ninth, right? Mm-hmm. Ninth or 10th. They're right ninth. now, they're in the ninth spot, ninth spot. 24 and 24. That's where you've been the last three years. Mm-hmm. It's not taking you anywhere. You've kept. You've added. You've got the pieces that you felt good about, but mm-hmm. yet you still find out that you're right there. Yeah. I personally think that those guys would emerge, and I think AD would be a beast if LeBron wasn't there. I truly do. I think you would see another level of AD. I think some of those guys would thrive and 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 do very well without him there. I think you would see a lot more D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Davis pick and roll. Would you see would you see like Pelicans era Anthony Davis come back maybe? I I, I think I think he might. Cuz that was a game wrecker. I think he might, man. I think I think if Anthony knows he's him, the guy, because mm-hmm. like, like here's the crazy thing: when you just go back and look at his numbers in the NC, NC, um, I NC mean the NC tournament, tournament yeah. his numbers were better than LeBron's, mm-hmm. and yet LeBron got the credit and became the MVP of that thing. If you go look at the numbers, even in the championship game, mm-hmm. it's AD's numbers were through the roof. Mm-hmm. I wish I could look them up real quick, but I, I mean, I, we might be able to, but. AD's numbers compared to LeBron in the NCAA, in, not NCAA tournament, but the in-season tournament was better across the board than LeBron James. And yet LeBron got the MVP. In the championship game, AD went for 41, 20, and four blocks. <laughs> LeBron had 24 and 11. <laughs> Whose number's better? Austin Reeves had 28. Whose number's better? Not Bronze. Facts. ADs. That's what I'm saying. So to me, ADs like, man, he feels slighted. You remember when he got the record and AD walked off the court like mm, whatever. I think he does not like it that he he really could be that guy. Mm-hmm. And this is why I think you see half the time he shows up and half the time he doesn't because if they win and have great success, he gets all the credit. Mm-hmm. And when they're losing, he don't get none of the fault. Not a drop. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They start looking at D'Angelo Russell. They start looking at AD. Boyd Beasley. They start looking at everybody but LeBron. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, what what should I be giving my full, you know, potential to? Right. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, 402-464-5685 if Stricky's all out of line. Holla at me. Um, Brad says trade Anthony Davis to Orlando. No. Not Philly. No, absolutely not. Brad, LeBron you must be in Orlando. Different. You must be an Orlando fan. He is. Yeah. He, he's our resident. Yeah. Virginia Pirate has an interesting question. I'm going to read the question. I'll let you think about it over break, and then we'll get to it on the other side. Aren't your hands kind of tied with trading LeBron, though? You know he's going to dictate where he goes. You don't have the full number of options. Is that and they don't have they don't have draft picks. They don't have anything to offer. Right. But LeBron. Right. So I don't think it works. I think I think it doesn't work, and I don't think anybody wants it. To be honest, what you 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 you? I think there are like okay, stop, pause. Tell me, tell me what team right now, if they unloaded their coffers to make it happen? Because LeBron's salary in itself, you're <laughs> not going to go Giannis for LeBron. You're not going <laughs> to do that. Milwaukee's not dumb. You're not going to go any. You're not going to go KD for LeBron. You're not going to do that. So you're there's nobody at that level. I don't even. I think Mark Cuban would be dumb enough to do it, but I don't (laughs) think Luca would like it. Right. Right. Nor should he. Luca like Luca and Kyrie work because Kyrie doesn't need the ball. When Mm -hmm. he gets it, he can still do what he do, Mm -hmm. but he don't need it to still be effective. Mm-hmm. LeBron does. Luca does. Mm-hmm. He can take time off when he wants rest and let Kyrie go nuts. They can kind of do some shift action to let both of them get their thing off. But LeBron and and Luca don't match. So I don't see that. 402-464-5685. What team? What team? And I'm gonna ask you, I'm throwing it at you right now. Mm-hmm. What team would take that? I've got a Western Conference team in mind. I'll give it to you after the break.